Hello, hello. It's another episode of the weekly podcast that I've set up entitled Joe Blogs About Films. A massive thank you once again for clicking on this podcast and having a listen. If you've also recommended the podcast or, yeah, like passed it on to anyone else, again, thank you. You're a superstar. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, this weekly podcast is set up to do what I do best and talk about films and TV. We've done a couple of TV episodes over the past uh, few weeks, but this week, though, we're back to films. There's going to be, I think, another upload as well, because I've watched a couple of films this week, so there will be another episode due. But episode 10 is back to Marvel, the MCU as well, as it returns with the first film of phase four, which feels like it's been forever waiting. Um, and it's Black Widow starring Scarlett Johansson. This is a film that, um, yeah, like as many films of the pandemic has just released it, been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. But it's finally, finally out, uh, available to see now. And I would say to make sure you do check it out, especially if you followed the uh, the whole of the MCU. Why not, eh? Um, I had a few things with this film I was kind of unsure about going into it. I was a little bit concerned, um, obviously background on my personal thoughts, pre-film, um, or at least when it was announced and the details of it, obviously, because this was announced after Endgame. Um, it's a spoiler-free review for Black Widow, so don't worry about that before I start, but obviously I have to talk about some things that have already happened. So if you've not seen any of the MCU films, especially like Infinity War and Endgame or Civil War, um, then... Yeah, it's, it's gonna, I'm going to ruin it for you. <laughs> so that's where I can put it. You've had time to catch up, sorry. Uh, especially with Endgame, come on now. Um, so obviously the end of within Endgame, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow um, obviously sacrificed herself for the soul, for the Soul Stone. And um, really it was uh, it was a very emotional, you know, ending for a character. And I, I always remember thinking, like, it was such a shame that we never got a Black Widow film, but then here we are now, obviously, Kevin Feige, um, he's a, a genius when it comes to stuff, he announced uh, that this would be a film that we would eventually get to see, and again, on the back of that, I was I was really excited for this film, but at the same time, I was like, hey, this should have been done a lot sooner, guys, like, come on, and... I didn't want like another Captain Marvel situation, which don't get me wrong, Captain Marvel's got some fantastic moments in it. I love Brie Larson as well. I think the character is extraordinary. Really, really probably could have done it with a little bit more of her in Endgame, if I'm being honest. But that was down to the fact that they did the film and and then she was up to appear in it kind of thing. Um, but I, I I really, I'm, I'm very 50-50 with the Captain Marvel film because I did feel it was a little bit shoehorned into the MC into the MCU, the Marvel Universe. Um, and so I was really, really worried that they were going to do this again with Black Widow. Like That was the first, my first thought, my first concern for this film was, please, for the love of God, do not make this like, oh, and we're just really cramming this in, guys, just to kind of like fan service, but at the same time, just, I don't know, tick a box, you know what I mean? Um, but that is not the case with this film at all. This is a really, really good standalone film, really. Um, it's almost like it could, well, not could have been a spin-off, but it's kind of got that vibe to it a little bit, like... We know obviously what happens to a character um, in, say, an Endgame, and obviously a story. This film is set in between uh, Civil War and Infinity War. This really is a great, great uh, approach to the film, if I'm being honest. And there were some real good surprises in this, and it just, yeah, it was a lot, lot better. I mean, I'm kind of glad that I went in with a little bit of like, a little bit of like, oh, I don't want this to be rubbish. Um, I don't want this to be shoot, you know, like really, really shooed in. Um, because I've come out pleasantly, pleasantly surprised, um, listeners. I really have. I loved, um, obviously it goes out saying I love Scarlett Johansson in the film. I think she's excellent. One of the, there's a lot of standout actors in this. I think that every build name in this film um, deserves praise. Obviously, you know, you've got uh, David Harbour, um, who again, absolutely brilliant in this film. So he's working strange things, obviously. It's just 
incredible. Um, but also for me, one of the the the, the, the standout, I should say, uh, was Florence Pugh, uh, who played uh, Ye- Yelena. Um, absolutely excellent. Like as soon as the film finished, I was like, I want to see more of her in the MCU. Um, and I would like to think that, that will be the case. You know what I mean? It's she was excellent, like really, really good. You see, you've seen the trailers um, again. I'll, what anything that I touch upon in the film or story or anything like that, it will only be to do with stuff that you've seen in the trailers, listeners. So don't worry. But you've you've obviously noticed if you have seen the trailers that she's playing the um, obviously the role of Scarlett Johansson's sister, um, or at least like adopted sister kind of situation. It's a very very fun family affair. This um, and. She's excellent, like really, really good, like kind of to the level of now that obviously Natasha Romanoff's character is no longer with us after Endgame, I would like to see Florence Pugh's Yelena take over that mantle a little bit. Like I would love to see, I'm not saying, oh yeah, make her the new Black Black Widow in a sense, but I just think that, yeah, like she definitely, definitely could be a huge star name in the MCU moving forward and they need to utilise it massively. She was really really good uh rachel wise as well um oh, excellent excellent again believable character they were all this like crazy messed up family obviously been put together um it, it just worked so well like i say it definitely has if you enjoyed winter soldier and of course if you enjoyed civil war i don't really see how you're not going to enjoy this film you kind of forget as well like i was saying to my fiance afterwards i was like it's one of those because as i say i was pretty worried about how it was going to be fitting into this when you know we know what's what's happened, what happened since this that, and the other. Um, but it, it just, it definitely felt like that you forget of what is, what is set to happen almost. Like you forget that, that everything's already happened and this film is kind of like just telling a, a, a tale from Black Widow's past in a sense. Um, yeah, you really don't think, I, I, I personally didn't feel in any way that this film um, was like forced into the MCU timeline. I think it was a really nice tale. It could have even worked as a Disney Plus series. I know that Disney Plus series is like all the range at the minute. Uh, and this, this again, could have been could have been one of them. I'd, I'd have pretty much probably enjoyed it again, even more so if it was um, a Disney Plus uh, a Disney Plus TV show. Um, but taking nothing away from the film, sorry, that's, that's not to say that it wasn't worth the film because it is excellent. Like, it's very, very good. I'd say Marvel really know how to create these films. Um, and... It's just, just it, it almost at times reminded me of like Mission Impossible. Um, felt that they really, really stepped it up and a notch with the uh, action sequences in this. Um, I, I, whenever Black Widow in the previous films, whether it's Avengers or any other like Civil War or Infinity War, like she's always got some. There's some great choreograph that goes into her fight sequences, and this film is full of it. This film is full of just incredible fight sequences that don't even feel like. Sometimes you watch a fight sequence and you're like, oh, it's going on a little bit, like it's going a bit overkill. Um, I felt like they were all brilliant. And and also, like in terms of choreograph, you can see fights in certain films where it looks too choreographed, whereas this just didn't. Uh, I probably I, it's, it's, I'm, I probably sound like I've really, really enjoyed this film. And it, 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 obviously it's because of that, but I think it's because as well I had such a little bit of like... As already mentioned, just like a little bit of... Uh, not sure how it was going to be, how it was going to fit into the into the MCU. Didn't want it to be shoehorned, but um, yeah, I was unsure about it before going into this. Uh, just how it would work, being that the character is no longer with us. But uh, no, it was very very good. There's a lot of surprises. And one of the biggest surprises for me actually was I had no idea that Ray Winston was in this film. Um, he plays a terrible man, um, but he plays it really really well. He does uh, it does what he does best, and uh, he plays those bad guys really well. And yeah. 
There's there's a lot of twists and turns in this film that I, I, I obviously I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, as I say, but. I also very quickly want to touch upon Taskmaster. I've said I'm not going to spoil anything, uh, but it was great to see Taskmaster uh, on the big screen um, within an MCU film as well. Um, there's there's obviously that we don't really know who Taskmaster is from the trailers and stuff. So again, I'm not going to say anything in that sense. But um, but yeah, like I, I didn't mind the change. I, I'm I'm curious to see what the people are going to think of it. Obviously, um, you know, in comparison to the comics. But I thought that Taskmaster was great. I loved. You know, you've seen from the trailers, you know, watches and, and copies the moves of the other Avengers and stuff. And yeah, I, I think it was a very, very, uh, a very good, uh, nice addition to the to the villain cast anyways. Um, but if you're expecting Taskmaster to be central villain, uh, again, it's not really what the character is in this film, which again, I'm all for. Uh, it's just whether or not other people will, uh, will be, will buy, you know, be into that as well. But I, I think that... Even still, it wasn't. It's one of those things that with Taskmaster not being uh, like the villain, if that makes sense, um, you know, he's part of that whole thing. I don't know. I was just like, it just didn't take anything away from it for me. Anyways, like I was like, oh, this is fine. Like it's it's, it's still really enjoyable. The action sequences are excellent. Um, like I said, really, really uh, interesting, interesting villain there. And um, yeah. Thought, I thought Taskmaster was handled really, really well. But the whole cast, as I already mentioned, pretty much the whole, you know, main cast anyway, is a very, very good. I uh, I can't wait to rewatch this again, if I'm being honest. I think that there's been a lot of talk as well of uh, of the cover from Nirvana at the beginning, uh, while the opening title sequences. And, like, there was a lot of themes in this film uh, as well, especially, you know, with, like, the whole widow situations, uh, obviously the, the Black Widow situation of these girls that have been, you know experimented on kind of thing we've already known a little bit about Natasha Romanoff's past in the films and you know she can't have kids anymore because of the experiments that they did to the widows and these like group of girls that were kind of trained assassins and really exploring that and it kind of like hits home a little bit in certain aspects especially when you you hear similar story. Obviously, we're not saying that there's people in the world could be, but I'm not saying there's people in the world that go out raising assassins. But you know, there's people out there that do. You know, these things have taken control over. Yeah, vulnerable people, should we say? And um, yeah, th- to see people break from that in this and and fight back almost was uh, was was a great. Was, was, it's just all very very good and very well put together. I think that um, as I say, there's a lot of characters in this. That I would really love to see more of. Um, I can't really believe this film has taken as long as it has to come out um all the all the traits for a good enjoyable film really i mean the character you know how how we have had to wait over what well nearly 10 years for this black widow film is um it's quite extraordinary when you think about like if this had come out after civil war i i, I honestly think it have done excellently well um just because you say it bridges that gap between Civil War and Infinity War, not that necessarily we 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 needed it, but when you can create a film that's this good, why haven't you done it? Like why have we waited this long? Um, so again, I mean, I say even though it's been a delay, I take my hat off to Marvel for this because it really, really did surprise me, and I'm very, very happy to have been able to go and catch it finally after uh, all of yeah the delays. Um, but that's my thoughts on Black Widow. It's a very, very enjoyable film. Uh, Marvel yet again nailing it. Um, they're doing excellently well with Disney Plus, to say with the TV shows, and it's great to see. And you know, I, obviously, before this film came out, we saw a few trailers uh, for the next couple of films that are going to be coming out with like the Eternals and and Shang Chi. Um, and again, I can't wait for it. I thought that I was honestly going to be done after Endgame. I thought that for me personally, I love comics. I'm a massive nerd, obviously, so I'm a big fan of like. The, the films that they're doing and obviously seeing what they're going to change from script to uh, from page from the comic page to the to the big screen um 
and yeah, I'm, I'm, I thought I'd honestly be done after Endgame, but nope, here I am, still invested. They know how to catch it, don't they do Marvel? Uh, but out of 10, this film is going to be an 8. I'm going to put it as an 8. I think that it just deserve, deservedly so. Uh, a very, very great action film. Some very funny moments in it. There's some great moments, I say, between Florence, Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson. Um, some of the scraps that they have remind me of like when you're fighting with your sibling um, and obviously you think that you're... Having, I don't know, like the fight might be something over something small, um, and you just look silly fighting. Whereas, like, yeah, this, these guys are genuinely trained assassins, having a having a squabble fight kind of thing. So it's 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 just great. It's it's a really good film. I really hope people go out and catch it. It's uh, definitely one that I'd can't wait to talk about with people when they have seen it. Um, but yeah, Black Widow is out now. It's an eight out of ten for me. Um, yeah, let me know your thoughts. Should you go see it? I'm going to be uploading a review of my thought, uh, a review of the brand new Chris Pratt film, The Tomorrow War, which is available on Amazon Prime now. Um, so I'm going to make sure that's up this weekend. Um, let me know your thoughts on that as well if you do check it out. There's a ton of stuff I've got lined up as well in the next few weeks. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And there is a Facebook page if you just search Joe Blogs About Films, Blogs with Double G. And there is a Twitter page, Joe Blogs Films. There we go. That's everything. Thank you ever so much again for listening. Black Widow is out now. Make sure you check it. Until next time, take care.